Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Yo, yo. Yep, yep, yep. Arnold. Let's go. It's showtime. We need the script. Okay. Let's go. There's your script. There's your script, Ray. Uh, Arnold, that's my butthole. The hell's your problem? Put it on the table. It's not funny anymore when you poke people in the back. All right? This isn't school in the 90s. You poke a buddy with a pencil in his anal, and then you got a piece of paper. You used to wrap it up, and you just stick it as far as you'd go right underneath his legs and his taint. (laughs) Arnold! Oh, my God. Okay! We're going to do it together. We are, well, are you going to do it together two. or are you going to do it live? We're going to do it live, Arnold. We <laughs> are the one, two, three. Sore losers! What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports. So I'll give you the sports facts, my sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius. Y'all, it's Sizzin. I'm from the north. I'm an alpha male. I live on the west side of Nashville, Tennessee with Baser. Uh... We do live in an apartment. We face west as the sun is setting, gully, mountains. I just learned that farm country that I look onto, some of those, I believe they're called sections. It's not acres. I believe maybe 100 acres is called a section. So a section. You're looking to get 100 acres? No. But a section is 4 million. So some of that property I'm looking at is just millions upon millions of dollars. Yeah, if you're getting 100 acres, it's going to be millions of dollars. Have you ever watched Yellowstone? No, I haven't. I've watched, I actually I've watched one episode and then I never went back. Yeah, let me watch it. Not I lived in Wyoming. It's nothing like that. Well, I didn't say I didn't care that it's nothing like that. Just because you live there doesn't mean every show has to represent exactly what it's like to live in Wyoming. Right, you know, they're the called show TV Nashville. shows. What about the show Nashville? It wasn't realistic at all. <laughs> it was so stupid. <laughs> it was so dumb. Was the, I can't believe it was so successful because it was such bad acting. Such bad acting. <laughs> I mean, it was so corny and cheesy. <laughs> and my wife, I, I think I watched two seasons because she wanted to watch it. And I was like, this is 
god-awful. It is so bad, over-the-top, just ugh. And they would do a car wreck, and it looked like they did it out of claymation. I mean, I don't know. Do a real car wreck instead of having clay characters try and reenact something on the highway. Yeah, I, I just that's true. But, yes, so if you watch Nashville, that is not what like living in Nashville is like. I will say all the skyscrapers got built after that show. That is true, too. There was no downtown, really, before that. It was bad. You show it, and it's like one building. It's like, whoa, now there's like building, 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 building. When we first moved here, if you said you went downtown, people's initial reaction, whoa, you went to Broadway last night? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, when we moved here, (laughs) Broadway, there was not a single bar that had a rooftop. Correct. Not a single one had a rooftop. Then Acme did it. And all of a sudden, boom, everybody's got to do it. It was Tootsie's first. I don't think so. I lived there. I went there. <laughs> I don't care. I think Tootsie's was- responded to Acme, but I don't know. And this is one of those dumb arguments that one of these someone is going to online find out and tell us who's right. And now it's, oh, I went to Broadway. Oh, cool. But that's changed. It, it took it was, 10 years. It was definitely not as popular as it is now. We went there sucking on a Bud Light, man. Yeah, I, you. I got to look over at you. You got half of it down your throat, and uh, I, we were at some honky tonk, and I said, "Where the hell are we?" And I said, <laughs> "I don't know," because this is number twelve. <laughs> and I, and then we went to a fast food. It used to be fast food on Broadway. Not anymore. No more. Not no, anymore. it's all fancy Nancy. Can't can't just grab it and go. And we, we were in a bush taking a leak, and some guys wanted us to go faster, and we almost got in a fight at the drive through line of Wendy's at the time. No, it wasn't Wendy's. It was definitely White Castle. White Castle. Definitely White Castle, and you definitely tried to open their car door. Oh, oh, that's back in the day when you didn't know I mean, what car you're getting into. No, no, no. You knew what car you were getting into. You were trying to be funny. You got out of our vehicle, not that we were driving, but someone was driving, and you went up to this other car and started opening their car doors. Oh. I mean, do we realize now, looking back, how stupid that was? You didn't just try to open it once. Oh. Not twice, but three times. And finally, we're like, Ray, get in the car. Get in the car. That could have ended badly. And they started getting out of their vehicle, and we were with our boss. I know. He was driving, and we had to out of the parking lot because you were trying to open random car doors with people inside of it. Hey, where's my number four? I'm starving. I don't even know if I got my food that night. <laughs> it was you, me, no chicks, a dude fest, and a boss. Talk about a great way to get fired. And you climbing in the backseat of a car. And wait, Hell yeah. This is who we hired for this job? I said, this is Broadway. This is nightlife. I left 6th Street in Austin for this, where Billy used to pay for my drinks. Here I got to pay 12 and I'm sitting there at a honky-tonk looking at a bunch of cowboy boots and cowboy hats, and I don't fit in. And I'm going home with a bunch of sliders instead of sliding into a ah, chick. Ah, oh, it's a lot of sliders and a lot of slops. <laughs> oh, oh man. That was the days. Those were the days. And I'm, I'm going to tell you what. Today's going to be a good show. We got, listen, I know we're going to talk about Liv, but for, I'm going to tell you, deep tease, I got a Brandon Miller update. I got... Celebrity softball game stories. 
NHL coverage. I mean, yeah, we can talk about the NHL. And I got questions about the NBA. Why do we take two nights off in between games now? Like, Guys, March Assault wins the con Smythe. That's all there is left. There's not a win or loser. It's, that's your last, last thing to and, and I may have booked our biggest guest ever. But Wait. we'll talk about all that. Whoa! Bigger than Menry? I mean, I have no idea. In my eyes, bigger than Menry. Well, speaking of Menry, he's uh, broke up with Summer. Shiki! And now he's dating some other brunette. Went on a date with her last night. Yeah. You can see on his Instagram, Bob Menry. He may have pulled it. But they went out to dinner, and it looks like he was pretty successful because I got up this morning, 2 a.m. She was at his place in a T-shirt. And Say, she, she had a white claw. Say it went pretty well. So she was drinking. But he wasn't drinking. No, he's back to a little bit. Oh, he's back. Yeah, he does zaps again. Okay. But yesterday, I am still blown away that Live Golf and the PGA are merging. Here's the truth of the matter. I don't give a damn. No. I still don't understand what that means. Like, I don't understand what them merging does. Does that mean the live is going away? And those players, they because I read that they're going to be allowed to reapply to the PGA. Well, if, if you're mer- merging. Yeah, wouldn't they just be back in the PGA? <laughs> so I don't know all the ins and outs and understand it all, and I don't think any of us do because I don't even think they have it figured out. I don't think they've explained it enough where you can tell me everything Boom, boom, boom. This is happening. This is happening. This is happening. Well, I can tell you it's going to be called Plivga. That's PGA and Liv combined. Oh, Plivga. We should make shirts. We should trademark that. Plivga. (laughs) And welcome to Sunday at the Plivga Invitational. Did you see I posted yesterday? The sore losers will be merging with Buck and Clay. <laughs> we already share the same damn studio. Might that, as well merge. That's funny. That's really funny. I uh, tagged them. No response. Nothing. No. They didn't find it funny. <laughs> so a year, I kept saying the, I, and I still don't understand what happened because I still felt like Liv had no traction. No, you can never find the channel. The one in Boston happened. Justin never went to it. Right. Justin. If, if you can't find the channel. That tells me that it's not working, that no one cares. And I understand they had some good golfers because Brooks Kepka, probably top golfer in the world. DeChambeau. But realistically, they're irrelevant until the majors, and they come, they go, then they leave, and no one can find live ever again. The PGA, I don't know what what happened. So did P- like I can't tell you if the PGA won the argument or if Live won the argument. It's all about money. No, no. Uh, obviously Liv offered a crap load of money and PGA caved. Because PGA at first said, if you're backing the Liv, you're yeah. Saudi. Yeah, you're this you Saudi money. You can't believe what they did to our country. Oh, wait a minute. They want to give us money? We're all in. But that's the only thing I am wondering what's going to happen. Because that guy, Jay Monahan, who's in charge of the PGA... Begged his players, Tiger, Rory, Spieth, uh, Fleetwood, Matsuyama, uh, please don't go to live. You don't want to take their money. Don't take their money. 
It is so immoral to take their money, what they did, what they believe in, the kind of people they are. Stay true to the PGA Tour. We have your back. So, Tiger turned down $700, $800 million. Rory McIlroy turned down $150, $200 million. Half a note. They turned down unbelievable amounts of money. Half a billy note. Just to have the guy that told them not to take the money, take the money. It's like your buddy, man. He tells you all don't date her, and then he's banging her, you know? Yeah, don't take don't no, oh, she's crazy. She is so ugly. Hey, guess what? I'm engaged to Samantha. What wait, you wait. told me not to <laughs> Excuse I, me. You told me not to titty her. Yeah, you told me there was a lot of red flags with her, that she was kind of psychotic. Yeah, man, I mean things change, man. You told me the most you'd ever do is sucker. And now your kids are. Do you do, will you be my best man at the wedding though? Like if you're Rory, how do you go and you look at Brooks Kepka, you look at Dustin Johnson, you look at DeChambeau, you look at Harold Varner. I don't even know who else is on the live. If you could name some people, I would they'd be great, but I don't know who's on the live. Mick. Uh Cameron Smith. Bill yes. Mickelson. So they got their hundreds of millions of dollars. They still got to play in the majors. And now they just get to come back to the PGA Tour and voila. They made more money. They said maybe the guys that stayed will get paid a little bit more. A maybe, little bit more? Maybe it levels it out a little. So, Phil, so you're going to give Rory $100 million for staying now? Not because that, that much. Well, that's the only way you can make it fair. You told me not to go that the PGA Tour is the brand. We would never take the Saudi money. That is disgraceful. It's immoral. Stay with us. We are you. And Rory went to bat for the PGA Tour every week. He was in front of the cameras defending the PGA Tour, talking bad about the live, talking no live, screw live. All the pressure, it seemed seemed to me like Rory became the spokesman for the PGA. Mm. Would you say that? Amen. No, do you? You don't even care. F that guy. Turn that TV off. Monaghan. He's a sellout SOB. Yes. But here's the deal. Monaghan said, if you, if anybody ever asked you this a year ago, he said, have you ever had to apologize for being a part of the PGA? No. You haven't. Have you ever had to apologize for being part of the live? Yes, because it was Saudi money, Saudi backed. We don't know the ramifications. Sports Center, get up. Sports Center top 10, Fox News, none of them know the ins and outs. Who does? Clay Travis, Dave Portnoy. Those guys are groundbreaking trailblazers. If you read their tweets, they're starting to get it a little bit. They're the ones that named Jay Monahan. They're calling people out. This guy, that guy, no, Scarlet I under- Letter. No, I understand. Nobody knows what the hell the ramifications are. We're not lawyers. There must be a hell of a lot of money involved. Then people are saying, why would they agree to this deal? Well, maybe the PGA is something with the books. Maybe they're in debt. Maybe they don't want us to see the financials because there's some lawsuit involved. Yes, I know that they were wasting, Jay Monahan said, we were wasting tens of millions of dollars trying to, with the, the, the lawyers, and I'm like, okay, don't you have money? Aren't you the PGA Tour? And he said, instead of wasting money, now... Uh, 
I was never offered any money. Oh, my Here's Roy. Here's Roy. Uh, should the golfers who maybe stayed loyal and turned down live, should they be made whole financially? <laughs> I mean, the simple answer is yes. The complex answer is how does that happen? Right? And that's all That's all gray area and up, up, up in the air at the minute. But, yeah, there's, you know, it's hard to, it's hard for me to not, sit up here and feel somewhat like a sacrificial lamb and you know feeling like mm. i've put myself out there and this is what happens again removing myself from the situation i see how this is better for the game of golf there's no denying that but for me as an individual yeah i there's just gonna have to be conversations that are had okay coach here's the thing with rory what happened to him at the memorial what damn happened to him? He fell apart. He folded like a lawn chair, so he had a horrible Sunday. He even at one point turned around, grabbed his club, and he said, Fuck it! The cameras caught it. He had one hell of a bad week because ever the shoe dropped on Tuesday. So he had possibly the worst three days of his life this past week. Just let that sink in how bad it's been for Rory. Yeah, it's been so awful for that guy. Because he should have won the memorial. And he should have, like, I mean, I think the stress has gotten to him the whole year. He struggled. The majors, oh my God, the masters, he just bombed out. When he was making putts, I'm just trying to figure out what's wrong with Rory. His second shots were bad. His iron play, he was missing crap by 15 feet. And that's not like Rory. So his iron plays got awful. His putting still seems to be really good. That's what it is, is irons. That's what I'm chipping. That's why he got he took off the next tournament after the Masters or whatever and got fined three million dollars because they were supposed to be going like going to a certain amount of tournaments and he already taken one off. So that is his second one. So they agreed to a three million dollar fine. I think the mental warfare that he had to play against Liv got to him and the stress and the anxiety. And he has to he takes the tournament off. He loses three million dollars. He loses money by not joining Liv. It's unbelievable. And let's be real. This is a landmark. This is cool. This is cool. Clay Travis predicted it. Donald Trump predicted that they were eventually going to merge, similar to what happened with the NFL and AFL back in the day. But the golfers, we, it's sort we're of still like, going to get good golf on TV. It's sort of like the sore losers in four things with Amy Brown. We're about to merge. You think? I mean, there has been discussions that we got in a room just like them. No one knows about it, and we're not supposed to say anything until we announce it. But it's going to be four things with the sore losers. But what you learned here is everything's determined by money. Follow the money, and that's where the answers are. PGA got paid. Saudi money has now infiltrated America. I mean, you could be going to the damn gas station just trying to get gas, and you've got damn blood money! But I think everything has blood money or whatever money you want to say. Listen, they made a business decision. They think it was best for their business. So... We thought we were never going to see Bryson anymore. We weren't going to see Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, Phil Mickelson. A year ago, we thought they were dead to us, right? Uh, literally? L- like golf world-wise. You thought, okay, we'll see them at the majors, and then we never see them again. It was tough because I was betting on guys that I didn't even really know their name. Denny McCarthy, I'd never heard of the guy until the memorial. Yeah, and he so- lost. Isn't that two weeks in a row he lost in the playoff? Did he? No, there was no way there was two weeks in a row playoff. Are you drunk? Maybe. I, I don't know. But anyway, that gives me hope. And it's it's cool to see the big namers on TV. We bet golf. The average person right now listening in their car, maybe they're a tugboater. 
Like maybe they're a truck driver driving to New Mexico to Texas route. Maybe also the Florida, Louisiana, if you are, makes you get some raising canes. And then also the lawyers. They're listening in between cases. The average guy doesn't give a damn, and I'll hang up and listen on that one. But when I saw that Liv and PGA merged, and I don't understand that, like the insides and the outs and the inside baseball, the details, you know what it made me think? No. Eddie may come back one day. We think he's dead just like we thought Brooks Kepka was dead to the golf world. Here, what if we need Liv to do is we, PG- we need to show him the books. When If we have a hell of a second quarter and we show him how well the books did. How much people are listening and loving the podcast. Then I think he he sees that maybe you know then you can get the two car garage you know then the kids you can afford to buy the kids uh you know a slushy on the way home from school if he sees he can get the extras in life because the podcast is doing better so for somehow we got to learn how to cook the books make it look like the podcast has been doing better we're gonna give you an extra hundred yay you may make one fifty a month. You know, shit like that where he thinks, hey, I can get my wife, you know, I can get her some lingerie, you know, boom, I'm banging her. <laughs> Coach, there's got to be ways we can go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Eddie, 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 Eddie is live. Like, he's never heard from anymore. Like, you don't know where he is. But then they merge. Like, he, he's, he's out to oblivion. Like, he's gone. And he maybe he's holding out for more money. You're spot on. But he's also, I see him leaving. He's leaving to play golf. But no, eventually that money's going to no, dry he's up. he's busy. And he's going to need He's busy all, working. Hey, he's going to need this sore loser's money. It's got a little blood on it. He's going to need it. <laughs> it's a little muddy. There's a little stripper dust on it. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> hey, guess what? It still spins. It still spins. Hey, eventually It he still puts it. gas in that damn tank. Because <laughs> he's going to go to golf. For that fifth time in the week, and he's going to reach in his back pocket, and there's no money there. He's going to want this Saudi money. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Didn't even think of it like that. Ray, I always love seeing a little bit of stripper money. I do like stripper money. I'm telling you, my bachelor party when I went to the strip club, and I was so hammered. And this girl had money all over the stage, right? And I was like, dude, I'm going to make it rain on this girl. So I went up to the stage, and I was just hammered. And I was grabbing money off the stage with my left hand, going down, transferring it to my right hand below the stage, coming up with the right hand, make it rain, grab with the left hand off the stage, down, like a windmill action. Just Where was the bouncer? No idea. And that is why we only stayed for one and a half songs before Forrest, my brother, Aaron, John Hodges, they all grabbed me and they said, we're going to get our ass kicked. We have to go. Here comes Sugar Donut. She'll be off to the side stage after this performance. And so I was like, okay, that is a good point. I'm glad we left. Look at her. Spread those cheeks. Holy hell, that man's glasses just disappeared. But after that first song, that girl did bend down to me and goes, you're amazing. That's her line. Because I, she thought I was giving her all that money. <laughs> Didn't she realize it's not getting any heavier on her foot traffic? Nope. She said, you're amazing. Thank you, sweetie. And I was like, uh. <laughs> My buddy for my birthday, Danny, he came to town. He took out, this is 10 years ago, he took out 300 
We made it rain in there, dude. It was a it was a damn downpour. Of All nickels? <laughs> no, it was a downpour of money. Oh, dude, we had that stage so covered. Bouncer was coming over grabbing stuff. One of her stripper friends is helping, and you know they don't got any pockets, so they're just trying to get the money. Yeah, some of them don't even have clothes on. A lot of them will just tuck it in their bra, so they're tucking. Well, I don't know this- where you're going. I'm going where there's no bra. Nashville, they keep the bra on a lot. Well, I don't go to the ones in Nashville. Classy. This was at the bachelor party. I like the ones where they take it off, at least. I mean, what's the point of going? If you're going to see them in a swimsuit, I'll just go to the local pool. Oh, it's not a swimsuit. It's a lot of lace. Not a lot of material. That's a good point. But yeah, they're they're throwing it in their bra, trying to hurry off stage. Dude, we had that stage just littered. But then after it, I'm like, you really took out $300? <laughs> we could have done better stuff with that. But you think about it, you probably paid her apartment, you know, electricity. Yeah, she's got more than an apartment, right? I don't know, Nashville, if they're making that much. There's no way they're mortgaging. That's a good point. But yeah, hey, Liv, PGA, I I still don't understand it. It's great. It's amazing. Whatever. We get the best golfers. Everybody says it's good for the game of golf. Jay Monahan's a hypocrite. I feel bad for Rory and Tiger. And I mean, why do I feel bad for Tiger? He has so much money. It doesn't matter. He didn't need to take any money. But hey, seven hundred million is still seven hundred million. I don't get it. But they're going to all be back on the PGA Tour. So all this is going to be for naught. All these players that were hating these players, yelling at each other. It's going to be fun to watch them paired up in tournaments and see how they, you know, interact. My guess is this leads to some sort. Something's going to come up because of this. Somebody is going to get pissed because I already heard there's closed-door meetings where Rory said to uh, Denny McCarthy, no, some other guy, Donald Glover, no. No, he said, play better. No, he said, play better, and then that guy told Rory to F off. (laughs) I'm telling you, there's something going to bubble up. We're going to see an affair. There's going to be something about somebody stealing money. No, we already saw that with Tiger. We saw the affair. Something's going to come. You know, and with this, there's so much turmoil, seems so, so much strife and fighting. We're going to get some dirty gossip, man, from this. Dirty laundry, Ray Skeleton. No, I think it's all going to be buried. That's why they, they ended the lawsuit. Maybe the PGA Tour, we were going to find something out about the PGA Tour, and they were like, you know what? Damn, they're going to find that out. We better just go ahead and settle this Which crap. is what? It's They're unsuccessful or something? They lost a lot of money last quarter? Or they hide a lot of money, or they don't donate as much money to charity as they say. I don't know. Right, but because of the lawsuit and because of court, it's called a motion to compel and discovery. You have to show your financials. Yes. So when you have to do that, a lot of stuff comes out and it's in the public. I get what you're saying now. And so they were like, oh, damn, man, that doesn't look good. Yeah, you know how we say mm. that memorial tournament? Well, we only donate money to fireworks. Yeah, you know that St. Jude Classic we do down in Memphis? We only donate $1 from every ticket and we that's keep the rest. What, okay. Like well, I, Maybe that's what it is. I have no idea. But it's just... It, mind-blowing that all this talk we would never do business and then overnight boom without anybody knowing and the players learned by a freaking email so i'd go on anywhere dude <laughs> what do you think ceo's gonna come down and shake your hand and tell you something you would think you would call a players meeting something i don't know you know how we'll find out here key card won't work <laughs> great point <laughs> you know what happened we'll just go to commercial and we'll never come back Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds 
you know, the basketball nerds. Like, you know, who's ready to get Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of and those. Then never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great too. With thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a Chill Mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on Chill Mattresses and get two free pillows iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Ray, that was pretty damn deep, actually. There's we- been people meeting up. Oh, uh, CMA Fest. Are you going to talk about the softball game? Yeah, I'm going to talk about the softball game. Because I was supposed to, sore losers, we're going to do our event. That got canceled. That got canceled. We're not doing a live podcast this year. Me and Bazer, we're going to do Nissan on Friday. Canceled. Canceled? We canceled. We canceled. We just oh, you canceled. Yeah, there's all that smoke from the Canadian wildfires. I ain't trying to go breathe in that shit. So we're You're not stay- in New York. It's bad here, too. You look at your phone. Oh, does it say air quality bad? Let me look. I don't even know how to look do that. Look at that. Look at Nashville. Oh, That's it's a, a 112 on the unhealthy for sensitive groups air quality chart. What air the? quality index is 112, which is similar to yesterday at about this time. What does that mean, though? Is that bad? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to go into it. 
I mean, mine says it's 120, but what does that mean? <laughs> I don't damn know, but look at Nashville is orange from the wildfires from Canada. I, I, I need to put that shit out, man. I don't know what that means, but okay. So the softball game, you know what I mean? Monday night, all the celebrities are going to be there. We're talking Jelly Roll. We're talking Taylor Lewan, Will Compton. I'm walking in. Yeah, name the bussin' boys, the competition. Uh, okay, Hardy. Who else was there? What's Duckman. It? Who's that? Riley Green. Riley Green was there. Uh, Chuck Dix. I mean, Wicks. <laughs> he was uh, there? Yeah. I think uh, he's got a pod on the network. That's How the why hell's I- it doing? Not good. Suck our nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Ernest was there. Uh, Ex-NFLer Cortland Finnegan was there. Um, Sean Johnson, her husband. Uh, God, who else was there? There was chicks. There was an Alabama pitcher or something I heard. Yeah, Dan. I don't know her name. Danae. Uh, she played softball at Alabama. Any Preds guys? Uh, no. Missy Franklin, the former swimmer, was there. What about uh, uh, Titans? The current? No, no current. Yeah, thank God. They got the season to worry about. Michael Chandler was there. Okay. You know who that is? Yeah, UFC. UFC. Uh, so we're there. We get there. You go and you got your jersey. It's freaking awesome. And I arrive with Jerry Stackhouse. Stack. And I have no idea if Jerry Stackhouse is on my team or not. I don't know anything about Jerry Stackhouse except for I watched him play in the NBA and was like, dang. And I was like, Jerry. Jerry, you better play deep. I'm going over your head. I'm going over your head. You better be ready. I'm hitting that ball right over your head. And he's just signing autographs outside. He doesn't even know who I am. I'm just yelling this at him. I saw the video. I thought I didn't think you were talking about softball. I thought you were referencing basketball, and you keep going, hey, man, I'll dunk on you. You better get it right over your head. No, I meant I was going to dunk it. Like I was going to dump it right over his head, the ball. Like I was going to hit it over his head. No idea. <laughs> he played in the NBA and he's got some redneck guy telling him he's going to dunk on him. Is <laughs> oh. he wearing sunglasses? Look like he's wearing sunglasses in places he wasn't supposed to be wearing No, he's sunglasses. wearing sunglasses outside. It was sunny. Oh, okay. It was sunny outside. Okay. He was outside the stadium signing autographs. I was like, dang. So I walked in. I'm at the check-in table with Jerry freaking Stackhouse. Stack. And I'm like, this is crazy. He is tall. Like, you don't realize... Guys, all the NBA players look the same height, so they don't look that tall. Right. And then you stand next to him, and I mean, he is huge. You ask him about the palace of the malice? Malice of the palace? Hey, hey man, why'd you throw a punch? Mother- <laughs> I, didn't, I, I don't didn't know ask, if he was involved. I don't know if he was involved in that. He came after that. Yeah, he may have been after that. <laughs> so I didn't, I, I didn't ask him about the malice of the palace. I didn't ask him about his days at North Carolina. I didn't ask him anything. <laughs> he was good there. I know. That's what I'm saying. He was good in the NBA. He was solid NBA. He was really a good, solid NBA player. Well, we could coach. And he was uh, there with, I, I, I assume, was two. one guy tall, had a Vanderbilt jacket on, and maybe his wife and another lady that was the guy with the Vanderbilt jacket. I, I don't know who these people were, but I talked Bunch to him. UILers. And then I check in, and then we go in, and boom. Who's sitting right next to my my, my uh, chair where my jersey is? Lawan. Okay, the competition. Yeah, and I walk up, and he's like, what's up, man? Gives me daps. I'm like, what's up? Yeah, so see, I, they're, they think they're big daps, And, and he's like, oh, you're on our team. Daps. All right, cool. You know what I mean? He was talking to somebody. I don't know who he was talking to. Uh, he was talking to Ray Lynn, maybe, and uh, Sean Johnson. How's the pod going, Lawan? And so we're just – and I'm just going to tell you, Lawan's not playing football anymore. 
Of course he's not. The pod posts a video every damn day. He does talking with his mouth. I'm just saying, like, he is so skinny compared to what he was in the NFL. I bet you he's lost 100 pounds. Yeah. 85 pounds. And it made me realize how much extra weight the defensive offensive lineman carry just to be able to play that position. He might be on one of those celebrity Ozempic. Things. I don't they think stick so. Stick them in their like, stomach. These kids, they're losing twenty to thirty pounds. You see Erica Jane from Housewives? No, I don't know who that is. Well, she used to look like a fat stripper. Now she looks like I don't know Giselle in Paris or something like that. <laughs> like Russell Okun just post, posted a picture. He used to be an offensive lineman. He's dropped a hundred pounds. And it's just like he's shredded. And it's like what, you don't realize that they gained some of that weight just to play offensive line. Ozempic. It's the stickler, man. They just put it right in their stomach. Lawan, though, I'm telling you, they realize because they're with. They're, I hate to name it, but they're with Barstool. They're bussing around, man. It's bussing, man. Yeah, but anyway, so there, he's there, and I, I'm like, all right, cool. And then I'm there. Morgan's there. We're like, all right, let's head down to the field. They, Morgan's like, I got to go practice. I'm like, what do you mean practice? You understand this eight minutes of practice that you, you're gonna do is not gonna improve your your game at all. Studying for a test right before it ain't happening. It's not happening. Like you're either gonna hit it or you're not gonna hit it. Might as it, well chug a Red Bull. It's that simple. You might as well have a beer. Like just relax <laughs> a little bit. Like you're so stressed out about getting down there to practice. You might as well rub one off. Goodness. <laughs> so we're there and uh, uh and then Jelly Roll's walking in. <laughs> and I'm walking <laughs> toward and he's like, Lunch, my boy, what up? <laughs> High five hug. What up, dude? He's like, only talk to God when I need a favor. He's like, you ready? You ready to get it? You ready to get it? We're going to get it. And I'm like, all right, let's get it. And then he goes and starts talking to someone else. So me and Morgan head down to the field. And I'm like, all right, let me get a glove here. Hold on. Let me look. Oh, wait. They don't have gloves. Hmm. Well, I sure as heck didn't uh, bring a glove. You ain't got one from Little League sitting around? No, because the last couple times they provided gloves. Yeah, I threw mine in the dumpster, man, when I got out of college. And so, like, I'm like, well, how do all these people have gloves? Because, I mean, last year I had a glove and I gave it to someone in the fan in the stands when the game was over. I was like, here you go, you want a glove? What are you, Ronald Acuna? Yeah, uh, and I'm like, all right, have a glove. So, no glove. So, I'm... <laughs> Hey, and you realize when you don't have a glove, it blows because you can't play catch. Well, all right. Well, I can't uh, throw the ball with anybody, so I'll just stand here and I'll just toss the ball in the air myself. So I just sat there with a the ball and just tossed it up to myself while everybody else is warming up. Hmm. 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 Oh, cool, cool, man. And all right, cool. And so I'm talking to people. Just, hey, man, how's it going? What's up, Hardy? What's up, Ernest? How you doing? Blah, blah, blah. How's Chat. the song Hey, going? Tin Penny, what's up, dude? Oh, how's life? How's your mom doing? Good, good. All right, good to see you, man. Good to see you. How's the fam? All right, cool. Morgan's warming up with Tin Penny. I'll, I'll just toss the ball to myself. Dude, dude. Because you're still gloveless. Still gloveless. No glove. So I'm just like, okay, that's cool. Then my, my family arrives, so I bring the kids out on the field. They run the bases, and they're hanging out. I don't know if they're supposed to be out there, but I'm like, hey, whatever. Hey, Mitchell. How's the song doing? Does he have a song out? No. Okay, I don't know. But, I, I mean, know. that's the best thing to talk to a country artist, their new music. Yeah, like, hey, man, what you working on? What's going on? What's up with the tour, man? Hey, like, Mitchell, you been in the lab? <laughs> <laughs> You getting behind that mic anytime soon? <laughs> 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 hey, 
And so then they're like, all right, guys, we're going to go back upstairs and uh, we're going to go over the rules, kind of say some few things. And so, all right, so we go back upstairs, get some chicken tenders, get some uh, uh, barbecue sauce, get some mac and cheese. And barbecue dogs. And I'm eating it right next to Brian Luttrell. Dope. Don't know who that is until I found out he was Backstreet Boy. Backskins, dude. Yeah, so Backstreet Boy is sitting right next to me. He's eating. How's it going, man? How's it going, man? Good to meet you. Nice to meet you. Yeah. You excited to play? Yeah, man. I, I really like doing these kind of things. I, I enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. All right, uh, cool. Uh, does he have a skin? Glove. Yeah, he's got a glove. And I, think he's got, and I think he's got a batting glove. That's what they're called, skins. And I'm like, damn, man, everybody's got everything. Everybody's prepared. Everybody's got a skin. I but mean, me. Stackhouse showed up. He had a glove on the bat. Like, he, he, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like, you put the, you slide the glove down the bat and you carry the bat on your shoulder. That's how Stack walked in. I'm like, golly, man. All right, Stack. Well, all right, cool. So everybody's got, some people had two bats. Sturgill Simpson, he had two bats. And But my boy, he looks like he's playing with the Savannah Bananas. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, man, I still don't have a glove, man. I don't even have a glove. This is cool. Um, yeah, all right. Um, so they start going over the rules, and they're like, listen, guys, these the dugouts are stacked full of alcohol. <laughs> full of alcohol. That's awesome. Let's promote drinking he and said, alcoholism. And he said, but not Terry Bradshaw-level alcohol. That's funny. <laughs> and he goes, so let's not go to Terry's level this year, all right? <laughs> And then the game was pretty lame, man. Like, there was no people real partying. But it was crowded. It, no, it was packed. But I'm saying usually it's like we're doing shots in the dugout. You know what I mean? It's kind of crazy. Jelly Roll was on his best behavior. He was not drinking. Let's get down. Let's get down to business. And I'm like, Jelly, man, like, what's going on? Are we not doing shots this year? He's like, oh, man, I got to sing at the rhyming after this. So I can't really. I'm not drinking tonight. I and I said, what? He goes, yeah, I'm, do- I'm doing something with Darius. So uh, I got I, I to gotta, I gotta be sober enough so I can sing. So, yeah, I'm not really, I'm not really doing that tonight. Wow, and two I'm thumbs, like, Jelly. I'm like, all right, Jelly. He's like, dude, but here, I'll get you some tequila. So he went and got me some tequila. He's like, here, here's your, here for, for my boy lunch, for my boy lunch. I'm like, all right, cool. And it was a lot more serious, a lot more people wanting to win this year. Tough on a Tuesday night to go get all sautéed. Well, I mean, I just want to have a drink with Jelly, you know what I mean? Like, kind of cool, chill, hang out. And it was more competitive than I was used to. Like, I, I usually it's a lot of fun, you know what I mean? Joking around, like, who cares? But, boy, there it wasn't none of that. But the fans want to see fun. Why did nobody get that memo? Well, no, there, there was fun, but it was still competitive. It was, it was entertaining, but I still didn't have a glove, by the way. <laughs> and then, finally, one of the guys that works for Folds of Honor, he was like, here, man, you can use my glove. And he gave me his glove. One of the Marines? No, he's a, just a volunteer for Folds of Honor. Like, he's one of the people that works for the organization. He he's hands not, you a gun? Nope. <laughs> hey, here's the artillery I take to the plate. He handed me a glove. <laughs> and so, we had 20 people on our team. You've done a lot for our country already. You got a glove? <laughs> Hey man, can I can I borrow your glove? Because if I if I can't have a glove, I can't get any love. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> love? Yeah, yeah. I can't even play the field if I don't have a freaking glove. Ah, <laughs> uh, so it was like I, I don't know. The game was fun. It was there was nothing crazy. Nothing. There was no crazy stories. Like I was expecting to come back in here with just drama filled, and then I did have an interview with Michael Chandler. 
and they interview us in between innings, and he's fighting Conor McGregor coming up, right? Damn. And so, because he was just the coach on the Ultimate Fighter that's coming out every week right now. When if you're watching the, the Ultimate, it's like uh, October or November. I'm not sure which when it is, but they interview us in between innings, like, "Hey, man, we're going to the seventh inning, and you know, top of the seventh inning, you guys are leading. And, you know, how's it feel right now?" And before he can speak, I go, "Man, I got to be honest. It feels like a fifth round fight, and I'm about to knock Conor McGregor out." <laughs> And he smiles and he looks at me and kind of laughs. He goes, <laughs> and he kind of pushes me like, don't say that crap. You know what I mean? Like, don't say that crap. And he's like, hey, we're just having fun. And then he took off for center field. Oh. And it was like, he laughed and he pushed me, but I threw the, feels like we're about to knock Conor McGregor out. Maybe he's not allowed to get in the nitty gritty of the fight up until fight time. Right. Maybe he's not allowed to start hyping it yet because maybe it's not officially the date's not set. I don't know, but he wasn't. He did not comment on it. I tried to open the door for him to say something to the crowd about it. Nothing. Yeah, I bet they're pretty uh, stoic early on. Then it gets into it once they do the HBO specials and shit like that. Yes, and so that that was it. The game is it over. We win. And as I'm leaving, there's one person that was there. A huge following. It was a cling. And they were like, hey, man, would love to come on the pod. Why don't you get my number? And I was like, all right. I don't do dudes. So I got the number, texted him. I said, yo, it's lunch. Love to have you on the pod. And who is it? Well, I don't want to say it because they never responded. (laughs) They gave you the burner treatment. Gave me the number, said, hey, hit, send me a, I said, I'll send you a text right now so you got my number. And he said, all right, cool. I would love to come on the pod. Like, And I said, all right. And he goes, and he gave me the number. I was like, all right, dude, see you later. And he goes, next time I see you, we'll be talking on the mics. And I was like, awesome. All right, bro, I see you, Sykes. Ah. And then I said, all right. So I hit him. I mean, I hit him with the text. Let me see what I said. Um, yeah, I'm, bro, we'll post a picture and get a lot of likes. Ah. Uh, uh. Hit you on the dikes, bro. Ah, where is it? It said, oh, man. I'll see you on the mics, bro. Hey, it's Lunchbox. Let's get you on the podcast soon. Why did you hit him with a rock? Let's rock a podcast. That's your go-to. Yeah, that that was at 9.20 p.m. on Monday night. Here we are on Wednesday morning at 10.30 a.m. Nothing. Well, that's not a good sign. Nothing. So I landed as our biggest guest, and I don't know if our biggest guest is ever coming. Are we going to release the name? Not until we no no we can't release the name yet. I mean, there's no point in releasing it. I, I don't want to. I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to ruin it. Honestly, don't don't be negative about it entirely because sometimes people just use that as a reminder. They don't text back. They don't do ha ha's or hearts. They just see oh yeah podcast boom that's on the agenda. I would hope he wouldn't write ha ha to that. <laughs> well, that didn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, ha ha like. What? It's funny that I think you're going to come on the podcast? Maybe huh. it's just a to-do list, man. Sometimes people get texts. All right, boom, perfect. To-do. Boom, it's on there. Maybe. Some people don't respond back like girls. Not that it's bad, Ray. Girls can respond normally. You're right. But yeah, so we got ghosted, so let's take a break, and I got an update on Brandon Miller. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, 
John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my game, <laughs> Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great, too with thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Don't know if you know this, but Brandon Miller. Antioch. Yep. He looks like he's going to be the number two pick to the Charlotte. They're the Hornets again. Yeah. I almost said Bobcats. Fellow Antioch'er. Yeah. And so about a week ago, my wife ran into him at the gym, found out. She texted me, and she's like, I think there's some NBA guys, some guy named Brandon Miller, blah, blah. And I'm like, whoa. So I sent him the DM. I just wanted to give you an update. The DM still sent, never seen. How but, did we get his number again? No, I just DM'd him on Instagram. Okay. But my wife was at the gym yesterday. Okay. And she usually goes in the morning, but she went in the afternoon yesterday because of conflicting things. And the guy she talked to, the photographer, was there again. And so was Brandon Miller. That photographer works out more than the people that he's photographing. But I think he works out with Brandon or he's taking pictures of Brandon as he's working out. I don't know if he's working out alongside Brandon. I can get confirmation right now. But he was there. uh, And and don't give an exact time your wife was there just in case any of the listeners are ass chasers. Yes, I am not. Uh, You trying to hit on my wife, you son of a... Maybe you need to start swinging by the gym after work. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> so, 
But my wife. Are you using the five pounders? Thank you. So she's sitting there and she's working out. And the photographer's like, oh, you're working out in the afternoon this week, huh? Aren't you usually here in the morning? Okay, photographer's trying to bang your wife. And he was working. So the photographer is working out with Brandon. I have confirmed that they work out together. Okay? So I guess it's his friend that's his photographer but also works out with him. Okay, tell photographer guy to just go take a picture of a sunset. He needs to be out of the gym, off my bench. So... My wife's like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like this morning, the kids were running late. We were up late last night, and then I found my one-year-old playing with his own poop. Great. Now he knows she breastfeeds. And Brandon Miller goes, ugh, that's gross. And he laughs. And he laughed. Awesome. Brandon Miller thinks your wife's funny. Yes, that's exactly what I took from the story. He thinks my wife has a great personality. Those are his kids. He laughed at that. He's going to be stepdad. Dude, he may be moving in, dude. The next story we share is going to be Brandon Miller was at my house at a barbecue and that him and my wife were rapping out. And I was changing poopy diapers. <laughs> but he literally goes, oh, that's gross. And he laughed. Ray, I have an update. Brent, my wife saw Brandon Miller at his house. <laughs> that was a sad update. Hey, hey, Ray, I got an update. My wife saw Brandon Miller naked, <laughs> and he saw her naked in bed. Hey, Ray, I actually am part of this story now. I saw Brandon Miller. He served me this morning. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ray, uh, I'm sorry, man. I'm about to quit the podcast. Uh, Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, man, I'm going to get uh, alimony from Brandon Miller, dude. <laughs> hey, Ray, a uh, gym update, uh, but this one, it comes from Charlotte. <laughs> my wife moved to Charlotte with Brandon, Ray. Same I mean, gym franchise, though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ray, man, I got to move to Charlotte. Why? If I ever want to see my kids, man, I, I, I got to go to Charlotte. <laughs> dude, Ugh. she made him laugh. She made Brandon Miller laugh, man. That's props to your wife. Yeah. Because ain't no way we can make a chick of Brandon Miller's level laugh. Like Olivia Dunn. We couldn't get it done. There's no way. Nothing. No no, No no. chance. She's like, what? No, no, no. But I'm shocked he's not all headphoned up. That's cool that he's just there. Dude, everybody locks in on they got the Dre beats now. They got all that in their ears, man. You can't even have a conversation with people now. Yeah, you don't talk to anybody at the gym because they're all headphones. You go to the track, you see people, they're all in headphones. Hello, are you are you, are you using the – hello? I'm not trying to grab you, but that's the only way I can get your attention. Can I use those weights? Yes, those weights. Nope, nope, I know you're videoing. I just need to use those weights. Thank you. Wasn't looking at your butt. Thank you. But, yeah, that's how it is now, dude. It's so awkward. I mean, she – so when you watch the NBA draft and he gets drafted number two overall, just remind yourself – Lunchbox's wife made him laugh. I think I'm starting to think my wife is an, a, a, a cleat chaser, an athlete chaser, because she had Chase Daniel in Vegas. Dope that she's at the gym, though, man. But remember, at freaking uh, Javier's when my wife was hitting on Chase Daniels. Yes, they were having dinner together. Yes. We were we were busy at dinner with Pixley, and she was with Chase Daniels. Well, uh, you guys were with Pixley. I was at the Bubble Craps table. That's true. You were back and forth. <laughs> ah, Brandon Miller still not responding to my DM. And Pixley, I don't even want to hear the crap, man. I'm out being jinxing the the Vegas guys. Um, listen, it's, it's not all, even close. It's man. all about March assault. That's the only thing left. We've got Con Smite Trophy.
Guys, it's even money right now. Bet it. March Assault. He'll win it over Eichmann and the goalie, whatever his name is. March Assault, or they give it to the the knight, the mascot. <laughs> the MVP you know of the mean? finals? Dude, they've been just banging it. 7-2. to two. I haven't watched a second of it because I turned it on the other day. It was 4-0. I was like, well, turn that off. Yep. And, I mean, dude, they got great vibes. People are betting their asses off. They showed Stadium Swim. People going nuts watching on the video I did screens. see Behan's post a picture from inside the arena. He must have been there. How the hell? I, those are hundreds and hundreds of dollars worth hey, of tickets. Behan's is rich, rich. I know. He did say for my bachelor party, he goes, come, I'll get all the alcohol. Uh, do we got to pay you back, Behan's? No, hey, hey, Behan's, rich, rich. Oh. Like you, buying 100 acres, rich, rich. I think Pixley has a pool in his backyard. He's rich, rich. Below, yes. Above, not indicative of rich rich that's true if you have above ground not rich rich right but what if you have above ground with deck around it that's found the exact same thing me and Bazer said holy crap they've got a pool in the backyard that's amazing let's just get a house instead of property ended up finding out it's an above ground pool with a deck that makes it above ground it's not below ground but does that make it rich rich or does that make it like no it's a step up from above ground right Below ground is where you get into the tens of thousands. Above ground, is you it get really that, a pool's that much, dude? Hundreds of thousands of dollars. If you want to get, if you want a good ass pool in your backyard, hundred thousand. I'm no dead. No way. My wife's dad is a builder, bro. I asked this crap. A hundred thousand dollars for yeah, a damn pool. You want a cool little, not a crazy, but a waterfall going from one level to the, a couple level pool, big for the kids. Not Olympic size, but good size in the backyard. Hundred thousand. <laughs> not even, not even, not even a question, <laughs> dude. The prices of stuff would blow your mind. That three car garages, castles, crap's expensive. I do remember. Here, here's the a, a random stupid thing. My sister used to work at the movie theater, Cinemark. Hey kid, you want to watch a movie? I cut a hole in the bottom of my popcorn. She used to what? work. She worked at the one in South Park Meadows, and they it was the brand new shopping center, and they put a fountain out front. Been there. The fountain out front cost $1 million. No shit. No way. Yes. That's a waste because I'm pretty sure it was run down five years later. A waste. But she said they thought it was a good curb appeal. Wow. $1 million is what she told me it cost. And that just must have been because maybe they... That might have been something they brought over from France or something. You know, it's something. No, you no, see a it's little just bit. like stones that they built out of the same. Like the the walkway was just the same concrete Co- cobblestone, right? And they put it, and there's just some water, and uh, it's it's a Amalfi Coast coach type stuff. I don't know. They, I did not realize pools were hundred thousand. That freaking fountain, and I'm pretty sure she told me a million. I'll call her later, and she'll probably tell me I never said that. But we're marking it down as fact. And a hundred thousand? No, 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 no. Most likely is a two hundred thousand dollar investment. Like a hundred thousand, I'm just saying I know I'm right. Without even getting too uh uh rich rich, you can spend two hundred thousand. Waterfall, hot tub, multi-layered, kids are gonna have fun in it, a little bit of a slide coming down. You got a decent sized backyard, fence it in, grass, sod, two hundred thousand, dude. Damn. Ray, I was actually thinking about doing a pool. No, never was. Never will. There's such a waste. I told Bazer, I go, what would you use it, June 5th? The rest of the summer, you ain't going to get in there. Not going to do it. Not getting a pool. Not doing it. Never will. One time I got a yeast infection, Ray. Had sex in Cabo.
All right, and with that, we'll take a break. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my, my dance, <laughs> Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's chill mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the chill collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great too. With thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Man, we are going to close with no, this. No, right. Hey, Monday, I gave you five baseball games, Ray. I thought it was a three. I gave you three, and then I was like, oh, there's two more. I went five for five, Ray. Holy, did you parlay all of those? No, I did a three-gamer and a two-gamer. That's still fine. Five would have been dope, though. That, oh, my God. If I'd have, I, 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 if I'd have done five, it would have been Thousands. so dope. So dope. But that's okay. And then last night, I want to talk to you about This is why I'm not a professional gambler. I hit three out of four, and I had the Dodgers over the Reds. Gonsolin is like eight and one, like a sub two ERA. Amazing. Reds are sneaky good with their hitters. India and the boys. I know. 
McLean. McLean, your boy. Yes. But here's the problem. They were up 8-3. 8-3. And I'm like. Oh, they were up 3 nothing early. Because I was thinking about getting Freddie Freeman. They and I were was, up early. I'm like, dude, this is in the bag. I'm about to hit me a four-game parlay. I wouldn't even have clicked back to MLB.com. Exactly, mother. So I woke up this morning. No, no I, 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 I did click back. I clicked back. It was eight to three when I looked. Well, first, it was three, 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 right? And I was like, "Damn, what the hell? The Reds doing tie, scoring three runs in the first. Okay. Then after the fourth inning, it's eight to three, and I'm like, "It's over, baby. We got this." A five-run cushion is more than enough in the MLB, especially after four innings. You know what I mean? Like, cool. All right, fifth inning. I go. I turn it off, and I'm going to get in the shower at like ten o'clock. And it's at the bottom of the ninth. Honey, where's my soap? We're going to the bottom of the ninth. We're up eight to six. Has anybody seen my jack rag? I mean my washcloth. And I'm like, cool. Eight to six? We got it. Let me get in that shower. Uh, uh, dry off. Let me check it. Let me see if we booked it. Uh, what? <laughs> uh, it's eight to seven, bases loaded, one out. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Um, well, I need to watch this. Kids, go help yourselves to bed. Let me get back downstairs, turn on TV, get it on. Bases loaded, three, two count. He hits him. He hit him. <laughs> he hit him. He hit him. It's eight to eight. <laughs> We're tied. I, I'm pretty sure he walked in the first run. He walked in the, the to make it. Eight to seven, bro. When I'm no, watching, no, eight to six. He made it. He walked him, and then the the tying run. He hit the guy to walk. Get, so two hitters, bro. I'm watching hitters too for my beat the streak. These pitchers now walk guys in like they're not even a guy on third. And I'm like, great. So then next batter, they bring in a relief from another pitcher. Strike one. Heck yeah, and it's McLean. It's my boy. He's on my fantasy team. But so I'm, you're rooting. No, I'm rooting for the. I'm. I'd rather my bet win. It's more money. Exactly. More money. Second pitch, drills it all the way out of the center field wall. <laughs> so the Reds beat the Dodgers nine to eight. <laughs> they scored three, three runs in the ninth inning. Oh, dude, that one will pucker you. That must have been tough to sleep till about eleven. That's pretty tough, man. Nothing's wrong, Bazer. Uh, yep, just having trouble sleeping tonight. Ah, bad dreams. Yeah, bad dreams. Uh, dude, it was, it was brutal. It was a brutal beat. Well, we got $100 left in the account. Maybe I can do a banger today. Make up for it. I mean, God, I was so mad. I was like, this is why people jump out of windows. Like, let's say you had $100,000 on that game. Like, you never would, though. The Reds are sneaky weird with their batting lineup. No, they really are. They're sneaky good. They're sneaky good. They can hit. And Gonsolin, he's been – I saw he's in the ones ERA-wise. Yeah. Okay. Keep Ugh, it was rough. It was a rough night. But, yeah, I mean, that was it. I, I didn't hit anything yesterday, but I'm still – I mean, that, that Monday, it was so cool. Check for a free bet because Check. we just got one. We got a $50 free bet. Oh, <laughs> I, I need that. Yeah, I know. That's what I said. Oh. Oh, no, that's already – what are these missions? You've been assigned a mission. I don't want a damn mission. I don't give a damn about a mission. Let's see, Major League Baseball today. 
Dude, I will say some of the stuff is so stupid. Hey, if you bet $100, we'll have give you 10% back of the bet that you wagered against against 40% of that. What? I bet and I don't understand that hell. Baser, don't even read it. It's a promotion that doesn't need to be promoted. Yeah, I would take the Reds. I would take a flyer on the Reds today. Noah Syndergaard on the mound for the Dodgers. He's been pretty bad. And Williamson, I think he's the rookie for the Reds. He's been all right. And they're plus 130. Like you said, they're sneaking good with their bats. They can hit. And people are saying that I jinxed the Rangers, saying they're going to win the West. because Rangers then, won again last night. But DeGrom got hurt. DeGrom, DeGrom was hurt. DeGrom was hurt already. He you sucks ass. You didn't, you didn't jinx DeGrom. He was hurt already. You can't say that that was Ray's fault. But I'm telling you, it's already been affected because Rangers are plus 140. So if you didn't bet it when I said it was plus seven, 170, you're missing out. Now's the time to bet the Rangers in the West. You're going to watch them all summer. I would suggest getting the package so you can watch the games a little bit. The games are faster. You're only two hours. Wife's making dinner. You're watching. You're, you're always betting because it's a whole futures bet. Remember, futures bets are only good until you're in the future. That's why you can't bet the NBA Finals. You basically can't even bet hockey. The only thing left is the Con Smythe. And I'll hang up and listen on that. And that's even money. That's even money? Yeah. Okay. But you got to go with that uh, March Assault. Yeah, and we got the NBA f- playoff finals tonight. I just don't understand why we're taking two days off in between games. It's really annoying. I sat down last night literally to watch the game. I turned it on. I'm like, it's not a- okay. must be on TNT. No. Let me look on the ES- Oh, it's not tonight. How the hell is it not tonight? Why is it on Skinamax? I thought the same thing. I told my nephew, hey, who you got tonight? He goes, game's tomorrow, Ray. Why are we taking a week off in between games, guys? Let's just get it over with. Like, people hate their jobs. Good God. They want to come home at night and watch either hockey or basketball, and some nights you got neither. And that's what happens. Lunch ends up betting a Rangers or a Reds-Dodgers game. Yes. We need these massive sports. So annoying. And also, by the way, I have uh, I was trying to book a lot of guests yesterday. Every golfer that was tweeting. I saw. I was tweeting them. So I saw. Uh, any bites? No, nothing. No responses. Nothing. Same with no responses from uh, that one mystery guest. All right. Have a good Wednesday. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We got notifications. Let's see. Shipping and and sore losers. I don't know who. If you guys were coming to CMA Fest also, just so you know, uh, at CMA Close Up, we got replaced. It was either Brian Kelly is doing something. He's in uh, Caroline Bryan's doing a live podcast. Kimberly Perry is talking about her album. What was the other thing? There was another live podcast. I don't know. That might have been it, but one of them replaced us. So we are not at CMA Fest. If you're in town for that, Nashville, it's country music. If you don't listen, if you're on the open road listening to rap, I don't know what you listen to. Uh-oh. The real Iron Sheik has passed away at 81. Old wrestling legend. Damn. Damn. Rest in peace, man. Rest in peace. Guys, pour one out for the Sheik tonight. All right. Have a good Wednesday. I mean, I got I, I to gotta get back in this baseball parlay, right? I got to hit another one. Dude, we were going to go CMA Fest, and we just couldn't pull the trigger. I said, it's not worth the heat. It's not worth the Uber. We got to walk a ton. They put us up in a press box. It sounds like shit. I want yeah, you hear can't it. hear up there because they have them like those that press box. The windows don't open. It's muffled sound. Why would I ever want to watch a concert with that? I'm an audio engineer, for God's sakes. Yeah, you are, and a damn good one. So we're not going. We're staying home this weekend. You take you hanging up and listening after that or what? Yeah.
Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, At these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 